Coming up today, SV Pod, we're back. What was I watching while I was away? Tons of things to get to. MJ at his most human. Uh, and we ended on a Vegas story. I had no idea it was going to happen. Um, but Stanford Steve succinctly uh, summarizes really what the moral of the story is all about. want to remind everybody to check out the Woj Pod. Nobody does the NBA like Woj. So subscribe and download to the Woj Pod and SV Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Honda Classics right around the corner. And even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, the big cash prizes don't have to be. With at least $500,000 up for grabs, there's no better time to try one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. It's easy to play. Just pick six golfers under the $50,000 salary cap before the tournament tees off. Then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you will be to winning some green. Rack up points for pars, birdies, finishing position, and more. And DraftKings will be running a huge fantasy golf contest where the top prize is at least $100,000. Download the DraftKings app or go to DraftKings.com before tee off on Thursday and select your golfers. Use code SVP at sign up to play for at least $500,000 in prizes. That's code SVP and enter the fantasy golf contest for at least $500,000 in prizes only at DraftKings. $10 entry. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. SV Pod is back. Woo! Had a guy on social media like, "Did you quit already?" It's just, I'm like, "Come on, I can't." I, I go, you go on one vacation. I get that we're new-ish, and me and Rasilla did a couple, and then you know, he got the ringer break, and that was the end of that. We uh, here? Yeah, we're here. We're back. And this, this how gloomy was that flight back? Really, really grim. Well, there's a lot to discuss here. Um, <laughs> I feel sun kissed. I feel good, um, but it's difficult. The re-entry is difficult. And rather than trying to book somebody to talk in this in this space, it's this is a catch up. It's a catch up of what's been going on because a ton has happened while we were uh, away, and let's do that. But we begin rather than talking about what has happened already with what is about to happen, and this is breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking news on SV Pod. Stanford Steve, my ace, my right hand man. You're. This just in, developing story. Uh-huh. Stanford Steve for Lent yep. gives up what? The bird. Twitter. But here's the thing. What? You sent out a tweet and you're like, catch me on the gram. That's like saying well, I still got to get one big thing out to the people. I still got to tweet out bad or send out bad beats. That's all I'm doing. Is that all you're doing? Yeah. You promise? Yes. And see here, but this is like saying deleted from the phone. I'm giving up sweets, but I'm gonna have. I'm not. I'm giving up sugar, but then you're like smashing sugar-free yogurt or something. You know what I mean? Like you're not really quitting social media. Twitter. What is the goal? To not be on it. (laughs) It is. It's. I need a break. I hear you, man. I need a break. It's like, so it's so hard on those Twitter streets. Like, oh. zero, like zero dark 30, 23, like LeBron. Yeah, I'm just going to post stuff when we do it. Like bad beats, I'll send out. One big thing, good ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. My guy, send out. My guy, like when it's just sort well, of no, like. like show staffs have just been like, no, we're not doing it tonight. Mm. You know? Not sending it out or just not doing it on the no, show? No, we just didn't. You didn't do it. You know? Yeah, sometimes. Like, you oh, know. no, we don't have time tonight. It's like, oh, all right. What about the host? Isn't it his call? Well, if he has something, let him, let him do it. I mean, if I don't write it, then they they don't put it in there, you know. But I, I'm just it's interesting to know that you're you're doing a little bit of little vetting yourself. Like, yeah, this one sucked. I'm not sending it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. They're well, not all. They're no, not I need all, help. To they're do not. It, they're so. not all Hall of Famers. But and honestly, when I when I saw that, I thought, 
I I envy you because everybody that everybody that say they they delete Facebook, mm-hmm. people that say they get off Twitter, it's like an epiphany, and the and the clouds part, and the and the choir sings, and the world is a happier place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interested to see what you what your reaction is to that. Well, you're going to be around me, buddy, so it'll be fun. All right, so don't look for your man on the bird because he's going zero dark thirty. Yep, but he's hit him on the gram. I'll be on the gram. Well, he's still going to be. You're going to be in there frequenting and oh, commenting gosh. and whatever else. Hold on, I have to take a. I don't comment. Mm. That sips better. I just took a pull. McDonald's Diet Coke is it the best Diet Coke ever? Stanford Steve, you say yes. I got a problem. We've been off a couple days. Mm-hmm. There's one on the on, on the ride to get the girls from from school and daycare. Mm-hmm. There's a dollar seven. Give me my large Diet Coke. What is it? What's different about it? The fizziness. I think it's the straw, man. The McDonald's, something about the McDonald's straw. It's the circumference of the straw. It's how much you get, and then somehow the sugar and the bubbles oh, are it's it's, perfect. Right? It's perfect. And then I was in Maryland, mm-hmm. and they gave me a weak straw. I'm like, what's this? Oh, was it like a pa- was it made out of paper? No, not those. I would I would have went back in and said, <laughs> keep the Diet Coke if you gave me one of those. Those what, are those what, are not allowed. What kind of straw was it? Like a little regular plastic one you would get at oh no it, duchess it needs to be the clear mcdonald it needs yeah to be, it needs the ones to be that karan butler chewed during basketball games right tough juice what's up the yellow and the red yes see it's here's the thing Here, so good it is good but i'm are you ready for controversy right out of the gates <laughs> not the best diet coke well sorry the best diet coke is in is is in the bottle not the can you little can, bottle you can save the can the little bottle bingo Big bottle, gotta have those because when you you know when you need a, a, a sufficient amount of of diet coke to get your day started, that's where we start ours. Cold caffeine, right there. Mm. But when it's just sort of daily maintenance, like I just I'm walking by the fridge, boom, give me a little guy. That's the little guy. Yeah, the little the little bottle, the plastic bottle, the little ones that come in the sorry. eight pack. Yeah, the eight pack. Mm-hmm. They're just big enough where you can't chug the whole thing and you get that burn. Exactly. You and your eyes water, yeah. right? And your you eyes water, it. your eyes water and you kind of choke. They're good ice cold. The best. The best. How many? How many on your 10 day or Listen, what, like anytime any t- and I started to say anytime wifey goes to the store. But you know what? I go to the store too. Fellas, you can stop in the store. It's not. Absolutely. It's not. The, it's not her job. But I, anytime she goes, she says, "Do you need anything?" Whether I need them or not, I just say, "Couple of big and small diet cokes," <laughs> because whether I need them or not, they're going to go in the fridge, and then I'm going to smash them. So, how many a day? I mean, when, when we got down to Florida, there was a gross of diet coke. We went through that quick and in a hurry. Okay. I mean, like that's a lot. vacation. It you is. deserve it, big guy. Thanks, pal. But um. Mm. Delish, it really is. And I got so here. Good. I got here. It's a little. I mean, it's a little water. Yeah. You know. No, you got to drink it fast because it'll go. That's oh, one thing so, I learned. So. Don't let it sit in the car. You got to take it with you. Did he bring you anything else from McDonald's? No, I was looking around for like a nugget, anything. But that's all right. <laughs> a you know, nugget. I'm not gonna come. I'm not gonna take this gift, this delicious big straw diet coke with a perfect amount of fizz, and mm. complain. So. Although I did off air, I did say where are the nuggets. I was yeah. looking for a little little crunchy. And then he just wanted one. You could not eat just one nugget. When I say a nugget, like that, mean like that represents the Four. plural, of course, minimum at the same time, minimum. <laughs> so, what'd you watch? Um, the fight. You did. Mm-hmm. Winner. You called it. 
winner. You called it. Now, were you, were you there with some size at the window? Like you said, Fury, and you didn't hesitate. I, yeah, I said, I told everybody that was going out there, I said, don't hesitate. Our Fury. guy Rodney was out there. What should I do? I said, don't even hesitate. Don't watch all the pre-fight stuff, even though you're directing it and showing it on the television to the people across the world. Why were you so sure? Scott, When if you watch the first fight, okay, he knocked him down. Mm-hmm. Dos. Okay? Right. He got up. And if you look back and you see Wilder's face, he knew. He knew. Like the when guy, you, he fought yeah. Wilder after like a, a year off. He t- you'd heard all about the drugs and the stuff, the depression he was doing, the mental stuff he was going through. He was ready for this, clearly, and he had that. And then and Wilder, he's a monster. He's a big human being. Like he's got forty pounds on him. Worst excuse ever for a loss. Yeah, I mean, come, come on. on, come on, fella, you're the one that put on the the transformer suit. <laughs> Like you, you got dressed up in that outfit, man. You got to wear whatever you, whatever comes with it. You're tired because of that. Come on, fella. Man, got worked. Got worked. Mm. I, I was really getting mad. I'm like, why? Why? What are we? Why were we waiting? Call the fight. He was getting ambushed. Yeah, it was. I mean, out I, the ear. Yeah, that's yeah, that was gross. Good for you. I'm pumped. You watched it. Yeah. So I watched that. I watched. Uh, you know what? All those West Coast teams that that people were like San Diego State fans. Yeah, you oh. need to watch us. I, I did against UNLV at home. <laughs> what is that? What is that? They're like they're like a 120 Ken Palm team. They're a 500 team at and they're in your joint. And that game was madness oh, late. Lord, like people fouling for no reason. I'm like, are you really going to blow this? And Flynn, I love that guy. Malachi Flynn yeah. from San Diego State. No doubt. He doesn't, he's like Steph when he shoots from 30 feet. He doesn't hit the rim. It's pure. And he tried to shoot him back in it, but they, they, he they had, missed a he had a ton of shots. Yeah, which they, they, I mean, that was obviously their worst shooting performance. Clearly. Too. And listen, and, and here's the thing. You're allowed to have a game like that. Okay. You're, I think all, it's the best thing for him. Maybe. I mean, there's been suggestions that they'd rather not be a one in the East. They'd rather be a two in the West because then you get to play at home. Whatever the case may be, I'm just, I watched you and you lost to a bad team. It's okay. Yeah. You're, you're going to be a high seed. Not a big deal. I watched Gonzaga go to BYU. And let me tell you what, Coach Pope talked about, I don't know if I've ever, ever been in a gym that was quite like that. That building was absolutely volatile, hostile, full of fury. And I, for the limit, like BYU that night, oh. limit play, and they were the better team. They were a small dog, so it was actually an upset mm-hmm. in Vegas. But anybody that pays attention was like that BYU team right there. They 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 can win tonight, and it won't be an accident. Not only did they win, they won, and they were the right side the entire game. Now, oh. I give Gonzaga a ton of credit because they're absorbing all these punches. They still got back to where it was close, and if they got Kispert made maybe one more three, then you make them scared. But they were never able to make BYU wobble. So I was so on the night that the two West Coast teams went down. I happened to see them. Mm-hmm. I it doesn't talk me off of either of them. I do think that there ought to be a little bit of concern with those two and with Dayton. Who have you beat? As you get ready for the tournament, that's going to be the big question. I'm not telling you you're not good. Yeah, I'm just saying who have you beat? Because the second team those teams play in the tournament will likely be the best team any of them have seen in three months that's always scary to me that's always scary um BYU's BYU and Creighton are two sneaky teams oh. like uh, like when when you're filling out your brackets Creighton's ranked 10th I know I, I hate the AP more than anything they're 10th right now well 
They don't miss shots. And B- they B- they and, sure don't. And BYU's as good as anybody from three as well. Yeah. Um, that So I watched all that, watched the fight. Um, what else did I watch? Some Zion? Huh? There you go. All right. Look, here's where we are. Here's where we are right now in the West. They're what? Th- and we're taping on a Tuesday. They're playing the Lakers tonight on TNT. Mm-hmm. So whatever happens when you're listening to this later, we don't know the result. But entering this game, they're like three off of Ja and the Grizzlies, who have a fun, young, entertaining team, too. But the NBA, in a season where all the conversation has been about the ratings being bad, you get a first-round series with the, the Pelicans and the Lakers, that's the best thing you can hope for, to get Zion and LeBron on the same floor. And that that Pelicans team, they got a bunch of dudes that can score. Absolutely. And... I would love it because all the guys that are on that Pelicans team that were that were dangled as bait for Antonio Davis, you know, look, you can't really get mad. I mean, Davis is one of the however many best players in the NBA. Lists are not my strength. We've proven that. <laughs> but he's on the short list. So it, it worked out the way it was supposed to. But still, if you're Ingram and you're that part of that core group that got traded to New Orleans, you'd love to give them a, I mean, you'd love to give the Lakers a scare anyway. I don't know if it's going to happen. I just know that watching Zion play, it's a lot more of what we got last year, which was when he transitioned from high school to, to college. And you're like, all right, well, yeah, he did all that stuff against a bunch of a bunch of five, uh, six foot three skinny guys in South Carolina. What's he going to do in college? Oh, the same thing. All right, well, he did that in the ACC. What's he going to do in the NBA? Oh, same thing. Like he's just a bully, man. Body up, right? <laughs> Body up, man. It's incredible what he does. And I just think about as, as his game gets better and he starts to get like his right hand next year. When he starts doing that. He may never get a right hand. <sighs> he I, might not have to, about, Steve. No, I know. I he know. He, right to. now he doesn't have to. But man, body there was, up. There was always body that dude. Oh, it was always that dude you'd play against and you'd be like, no left, no left. So you try to make him go left. And then when they're, I mean, and you, I didn't play against anybody like Zion, obviously, but somebody that's just, that's exceptionally skilled. You're not going to get him off what they want to do. You can try to force him. Like you can try to try to force him to go right, but then he's not. He he. All he's going to do is spin back to his left anyway. That's the explosiveness that he has. That is is just mind boggling when you watch it. He just you know it's coming and it still happens. Uh, I, you know, I we are seeing the best of the best. I'm interested to see what what teams do defending him. Moving on. The other thing is, I watch him every night. I, I still think he could play harder. Okay. He's not going full speed a lot of the time unless he has the ball. And that's like just the scary part, like the playoffs and stuff like that, moving ahead. Like if we do get that, like tonight's gonna be awesome, but the playoffs, him and like just locked in, mm-hmm. that's a scary thought, man. Legs really scary. That's been Legs' observation from the very beginning. Uh Tim Legler, when he watches him, he's like, I feel like there are more plays that are available for him if he goes ahead and puts it in fifth gear. Mm-hmm. Now in in deference to him, you got to think he knows what he's doing better, and who knows what the what the Pelicans organization like. Look, go, that very that very first game, uh, what he hit four threes in, yeah. in the in like two minutes, and then they sat him, and everyone's like, "Come on, man!" Like, have a sense of the moment where they're like, "No, no, we know what we're doing." Maybe they all know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like, listen. You know, there's the, try your best, but I don't buy that even as I'm saying it because he's what, 20 years old, whatever he, I, I don't even know. However old he is, the idea that you're going to like legislate yourself on the fly, like, nope, not going to try to run hard this time because I'm 
I need to keep it for later. I, I understand what you're saying. I just think he he knows what he's doing, and what he's doing is rare. I mean, it's just it's oh. so it's just so obvious and it's so different. And also, too, like they've they've started to figure out who he's best with. They play the big guy Nico Melli. I think he had six threes against the I know it was the Warriors. The other he's night. out but, of his mind from you, three lately. That's what I'm saying. But you get him outside. Just think about more. It's just more room when they play him with favors. It's it's really tough because you have all the other guys already out there. Uh, but with him and, and Melly out there, and, and Reddick, and Drew Holiday, and Josh Hart, and we haven't even talked about Ingram. Ingram. I was like, going to say, get to the All Star. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, uh-huh. It's really, really fun to watch, and it's funny because you watch people, like guys that cover the other teams that they're playing. It's just like, oh my god, they have five guys on here right now that could score twenty. More SV Pod on the way in just a moment, but first, when it comes to comfort down below, hey now, there's underwear. And there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. There's three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. Tommy John's so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with the best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash SVP for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash SVP for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash SVP. All right, back to the pod. You asked what I watched. This goes all the way back to when we. This is obviously we're. This is a dated reference at this point, but we've been away for a bit. Fourth quarter of the All Star game was everything that we've been critical of in that competition in the past flipped on its head. It was a bunch of the best players in the world trying as hard as you possibly could. They invent. They 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 add these Kobe rules. Mm-hmm. They add that Elam ending, which I really like a lot. You'll you'll never change basketball to, no. to that ending but it's fun when you use it perfect scenario for it it's the perfect place to, exactly yeah. the perfect place to use it is there because it's like it's just like where, where when you where where you grew up what'd you play to 11 what was the number yep, to 11. straight or by two straight it's 10 10 teams got the ball <laughs> it's a bloodbath <laughs> right yeah. dudes that haven't been trying like all of a sudden like clear eyes full heart will foul like mm-hmm. I will, I will hack your arm off before I let you get this layup to beat us because we're gonna have to wait four games to get on. I'm going home. It felt like that, and as much as I've crushed that competition because it is, it hasn't been a competition because I can't stand when people are too cool to care. Mm-hmm. Drives me nuts. You're there, all you want to do is Instagram posts and videos, and no one tries. Drives me and crazy. <laughs> I started out cuss, then I did anyway. Sorry. Well, that Market. was that was really really fun. That said, got to add a caveat: can't end on a free throw, right? Yeah, can't can't, can't end on a free throw. Two things. Yep. Didn't see a second of it. Was house hunting that day down in Maryland, <laughs> out cold before tip off. Uh, and what I was really happy to see is Nick Nurse used the challenge. Yep, that's awesome. Yep, I love that guy. So you went down, you went down to Maryland. We were down to Maryland as well, doing a little school searching. Let me t- speaking of out cold, man. We had three little ones visiting several schools. Schools are the, like recruiting the, visits. I no mean, press conferences. Honestly, at the, like here's what I'll say. I, I can't wait to go back home. I mean, obviously, I, I orchestrated this move. The school deal down there, where like you have interviews 
for your kids, and they're like, you know, Sam just turned four. Like he's trying not to poop his pants. <laughs> like that's the goal. I hope he doesn't throw anything at anybody. I hope he doesn't poop his pants because he hasn't pooped in a couple of days. Mm. And that's what I have for you here. And you're trying to c- convince these schools like, and, and it's like if they don't get into this school, then they won't get into that school. And then apparently they will have to, to learn a trade. And that's a noble thing. Dad was a plumber. I'm not saying uh, uh, that's fine. I'm, I don't look down my nose at anybody. My, you know what? Maybe, maybe he does poop his pants and he doesn't get into this school and he has to learn a trade. And that, damn it, that's an honorable thing. And I'll applaud him for that. But like this is all happening now. Like we got to sort this out. To right now, I got to I got to give you the right answers, and you're just praying that they behave. We got Charlie there. He's two. Like that's just so. That's adding a real. He is pooping his pants. You're damn right. Yeah. He might reach in there and chuck it at you like an ape in the zoo. <laughs> and we got three of them trying to do two schools in a day. And here's the amazing thing: they were fantastic. They were all great. And I'm the one that like as the second tour's going on, I'm thinking I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna have to tap out here because I can't hear more about it. Like we're just we're gonna we're gonna try to figure it out. And everyone's incredibly kind and they're showing you around. But like I am the one. Mm. Like I was the one looking at the clock on the wall because I haven't been in a school setting in a long time. I'm like, wow, we're still talking about this. Did, you stuff. Ma- did they make you sit in a kid's chair? Mm, no, no, I didn't do like as a goof. No, like I went for my parent teacher conferences with my kids a couple weeks ago. Sat in like her desk. I'm like, what, what, what is this? Might as well sit on the floor. I, oh, I've done that. Like when you're going for a parent teacher. Yeah. Yes. Well, we didn't try out any of the seats, but, uh, again, it's just, it's, it's an amazing difference. And there, there are, inc- we saw some incredible schools and there are all of these great options down there. Mm. But just the idea that at like three or four, you, the kid is either going to get into the school that's going to decide whether or not he or she can go to your school, Stanford, or, they're just it's they're they're gonna have to just go find a different path. Well, they need to hear Daddy's story about he couldn't get into one school in College Park, and then what what's that school now? What's that? The journalism school? Yeah. Oh, you mean no big deal? Couldn't get in. Now I'm on the board. It's no big deal. No big deal. Hey, kids! When I gave him a commencement address, I told him you're about to take advice from a guy that couldn't get into the school you're graduating from. Bet you don't have a show in 20 years. A big swig of Diet Coke. Uh, I want to talk about the Jordan thing yesterday mm-hmm. uh, on Monday at the Kobe um, uh, tribute, Kobe and Gigi, and 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 I mean, obviously, the emotion of the day was re- just overwhelming, and it's crushing to have to watch a mother and a wife get up and do what Vanessa Bryant did. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I've spoken for people that I've lost. Mm-hmm. You've spoken for people that you've lost, yep. and it's it's. I mean, it's as real as it gets, and we never. And I pray we never know this type of specific loss. And it was heavy, and it was heavy, and it was heavy. And somehow Michael Jordan, a guy who for his entire professional career and post-playing career has mostly managed to keep any glimpse into how his mind operates as a human away from our view, provided, I thought, the most memorable moment of the day. No doubt. His eyes leaking, his face streaked with tears. He was ugly crying, full-on snot the whole bit. And he said, now he's got me up here, and I'm going to be a meme again. And the place fell out. Like, the roar from that crowd Mm -hmm. was so real, Steve, because it, 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 it let you know, A, 
that bugs him that he's been reduced <laughs> to this crying meme on the internet. Like, I'm the greatest there's ever been, and that's what y'all talk about me as. It lets you know that that bugged him, and it lets you know that in this moment when he was sharing with you his real emotions, mm-hmm. that, man, and y'all are going to do this to me again. And it was like, thank you. Thank you for letting us see that side. And when he shared, Steve, that, like, did it bug him that Kobe was trying to be like him? And I remember I asked Steve Kerr when he was on, like, did that piss Michael off? He's like, well, I mean, we didn't ask him about it, but I was just curious, you know, because he would have to. And he's like, yeah, it kind of bugged you to have the little brother in your closet all the Mm. time. But then he told you also that that, that it won him over and that he loved him like a brother. Like, what what I'll always remember about that day was Jordan, a guy who who I've I've never seen that side of sharing the most human moment that I feel like he's ever given. Can you remember anything that felt like that from him? No, no. Everybody obviously always talks about the Hall of Fame speech, and that's its own entity of Michael Jordan. I grew up just in amazement of the guy. Um, you know, I wasn't a Jordan fan; I was a Dominique guy, and. He beat him every single possible time, and I just I, that's why I say I was always in amazement. Um, I always talk about you know we talk about watching games right now, and LeBron goes to the game. You know why doesn't he drive the hoop? He doesn't want to go to the line late in games. Jordan he never missed those free throws, never clutch time. You know Doug Collins always used to talk about when he was calling the games. Oh, you got to get you got to get Michael out before the TV timeout. Like he invented that. Like, so Jordan, you know, he was only out for 44 seconds, but it, with the TV commercial in his two minutes, you know, that was the Jordan timeout, you know, rest right there. It was everything was Jordan, and yesterday was – it just made a lot of sense because it's what everyone has always thought, and it was just awesome for him to see him open up. You you mentioned the Hall of Fame speech. Adrian Wojnarowski wrote such an oh. incredible column about it uh, that I agreed with. Um, just crushed him because it was like in this moment where everyone was trying to – to prop you up and say you're the best there's ever been. Like, even then, he was looking for a fight. Even then, he was looking for an axe to grind. And I, I found it sad, Steve. I found it sad that in a moment where, for me, the greatest I've seen. And if your age starts with a four or a five, Jordan's probably your guy. Mm-hmm. If your age starts with a three, maybe it's a Kobe. Yeah. Maybe that's your guy. If your age starts with a two, it's probably it's probably LeBron. Rockhold, how old are you? 32. Who's your guy? MJ. He's the best. You, he's, he's the best for you. That's yeah. interesting because it's it's I, I think it gets broken down a, a lot of times by age, um, but Jordan was my guy, and so I to me he's the goat, and he went into the Hall of Fame, and I just thought how small it felt mm. for me, and look it's his moment he can do whatever the hell he wants, and he chose to you know air grievances and slights even then, and so in this moment where he obviously it's a day about celebrating Kobe, and Gigi specifically. And obviously, you talked about the nine lives lost. Yesterday, it was about those two specifically. Um, and for Jordan, just, again, like he didn't even make an effort. Like, his face mm-hmm. was just, like, I can't get over what he looked like. Like, it just, the, 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 the raw human side of a guy that was superhuman for so long and being like, man, y'all with that meme you know what i mean because because that's how i would like if you're the greatest who's ever been and it's like man you're gonna clown me on the internet and all right, all right if y'all want to do it again then then you go ahead but but i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hide this emotion from you and i'm gonna share with you what this guy came to mean to me i didn't know that mm. i didn't know that that kobe had come to represent that to him and i've written something for sports uh, center for the one big thing about brady tom brady's post um, 
It's it's striking to me that two guys, Jordan and, and Brady, two goats, six ring winners each, have been so impacted. Brady wrote about how much this has impacted him. Jordan shared with you how much it's impacted him. And I think about these guys that, that would be able to speak to one another in a way only they would understand, right, as that level of achievers. And yet they are the same as us. And we lose that and we miss that sometimes. We forget that these are men that bleed like us and cry like us and sadly die like us, right? And just the the the, the tweet from Brady on Tuesday and more specifically the, the Jordan comments on Monday are just proof to me of the, the legs that this loss has and the fact that it just doesn't feel like it's going away. You know, enough time has passed in this world, Steve, where we just move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. It still feels so raw and so real. And that, I think that and getting that from these other greats is as much of the legacy of Kobe Bryant as any other thing. Them sharing those emotions that, that I don't, I didn't know existed. No doubt. No easy pivot from that. We'll get to Scott on the spot in just a moment as the SV pod continues. But first, hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPod. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. You can even add screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. And right now, to try ZipRecruiter for free, my listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPod. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPOD. ZipRecruiter.com slash SVPod. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. Scott on the spot. Scott on the spot. Brought to you by DraftKings. They're giving new users a free shot at over $1 million in prizes. Download the DraftKings app and enter code SVP at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Are you ready? No. No? What do I you mean, mean? I just, I'm, I'm always afraid. I'm never ready to be put on the spot. Go. All right. This feels like it's changed the last couple of weeks. All right, hit me. Best team in the Big East. Ooh. I'll still take Villanova. Wow. Okay. Is Scott Cochran to Georgia a big deal? Mm, he's meant a lot to Alabama through the years. Um, yes. Because A, he's not at Alabama, and B, he's at Georgia. So, yes, it, it's... And this is very regional. People are like, who it the, is. Who, people are like, who the hell is Scott Cochran? But I mean, he's meant a lot to Alabama, and now he's going to bring whatever's in the secret sauce to, to to Georgia. Is he? I mean, I assume. What well, what else is he doing? Going, I to just, be a, going to be a plant? I just, what I is just this, a Jason Bourne movie, like the the ultimate. Um, you know, we talked about Jordan and Kobe being able to take things for motivation, like. Mm-hmm. Saving right now with this, like just here, like Herbie tweeted out. I think he said this could be the changing of the guard in the SEC. It's like, oh my lord, really? I don't know. I don't know. You know the guy. Huh? What's he gonna say? Ben, like push it out, <laughs> lock your arms. Like what? What's so what, better reps? Like what's what happens? <laughs> planks. Give me some planks. Do, uh, that's me doing a strength coach. Do they do? Do they do a lot of planking? Right. Uh, do you know what city the athletic? The American Athletic Tournament is in. <sighs> <laughs> Who's in it? 
Um, Memphis. No, I'll give you one more guess. Nashville. No. Fort Worth. What? <laughs> yeah. New Arena. You know what it's called? The no. The Dickies are. No, it's it's called Dickies Arena. Like the Dickies. clothes. Yeah. Right. I didn't assume it was. You know. All any right. Bonus other, question. Any who, other Dickies? Who wins the American tournament? Yeah. Uh. God. <laughs> I mean, good luck. Uh, every game I watch is Cumberland shooting a three at the end to win it, and he gets fouled or they don't call it or he makes it, and it's after the – this is me stalling, by the way. I don't know. Wichita. All right. I mean, who picked hey, one Hey, you're on the spot. Pick one out of – yeah, there you go. Pick there a name go. out of the hat. Wichita. That All was right. it? Uh, yeah, and then just speaking on the spot, yep. the Astros. Mm. What what? Have you caught any of it? I mean, our last day on the show was Crane's apology. He didn't apologize. Or he, whatever you call that. He's incapable of, of actually feeling remorse. Uh, it, here's, here's the thing. Um, now you got, now you got Manfred saying he don't throw at these guys. You go, good luck with that. <laughs> Over-unders in Vegas. I know. I know. I mean, and, and it, they did the textbook. They did the textbook thing I've always talked about. Wait for enough time to pass. <laughs> That you can then talk about something as if it's in the past and say, you're looking toward the future. We are moving forward. This, it, this is the, it's clockwork. Wait for time to pass. They actually sort of tried to own it. Even, I don't know what that was, but then just say, man, we're, you know, we're looking forward. I bet you are. I bet you are looking forward. Meanwhile, you see Verducci that they, they had the tape from 17 of Kershaw. He threw 51 curveballs. They laid uh, off every one. Every effing 51. one. One of the best strikeout pitchers of his generation. One of the great pitchers of all time. 51 breaking balls in 2017 World Series, and they didn't swing at one of them? Come on. How like, about him taking the sign away from the guy the other day? See that? Houston Astros. Have fun policing that all year. Have fun with people bringing bongos to games and just banging on them. And you know what? <laughs> like, you deserve every bit of this that you get, Houston. Like, every single bit of it you deserve, and more. I mean, 51 breaking balls didn't swing it, didn't offer by accident. Spit on them. Come on. What are you like? Like, that's just grotesque to me, man. And again, sign stealing, all for it. I'm on second base. I can pick up your signs. That's your problem. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. They took it to a level we all, I mean, I, I shouldn't have to repeat it, but I always feel like I want to make it clear how I feel. And I feel like if you're using cameras and televisions and banging on bongos and trash cans that's bs and a guy like mccann who is mr play the game the right way policed people not running out ground balls and look at his home and away splits hmm. you know mm -hmm. is that did you play the right way is that playing the right of course it's not of course it's not so this it just sucks you know that be baseball will benefit though they're going to benefit so much because they've got a team that's not named the yankees or the red sox that or the Cubs, I guess, that people can hate. And 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 it's always better. It's always better when you have... And, and uh, let me make this clear, that's a really good team. It's a really good team. <laughs> great team, actually. Yeah. That's a great team, and they're a great team that people can hate. So, you have a great team that people can hate. You get everybody in Houston can lock arms and cheer for their guys and tell everyone around the country, F you. And everybody outside of Houston can go, you guys cheat, you suck, we hate you. But they're going to pay attention. And that's... That's actually great for baseball. They really need 
something like this, as bad as it is for baseball, it's also, in a, such a strange way, uh, it's, it benefits them to have a healed team. And that's what they will be. And and then, like, what makes it go away? I have absolutely no yeah, idea. seriously. I, that's Because that's, when you think about these things, it's always like, well, what's the fix? What's the solution? Because if, if all you're doing is complaining or whatever, like, no, no, no. Come up with something that makes it go away or, or is a fix. There is none that I can think of. Altuve bats with no shirt on every time. I had a bad tattoo is what it was. It was a bad tattoo. I mean, <laughs> don't don't insult us, man. I mean, really, have more respect for us, if not yourselves, that when you're going to make up your ridiculous excuses. Did you watch Kansas Baylor? I did. Holy moly. It was really interesting. It's this If you like basketball, especially college basketball, because everybody runs some version of high ball screen, like they were just they were just, like that one. <laughs> but, well, exactly right. Well, you got Dotson and and Doke, and and they they made Baylor they made Baylor figure it. Like you had to pick your poison because we're not gonna the way we run it. We're not gonna let you double on the backside. We're not gonna let you do that. And so all it was was rim run dunks. And credit to Baylor, they just they just clawed their way back into it, man. That's a hell of a those those two teams. Like we've said all year, there aren't any great teams. I think those two teams are both awfully awfully good. Um. Kansas is clearly separated. I mean, people were tweeting out on Monday night, well, Kansas is just on a different level. They're playing Oklahoma State. Yeah, at home. I'll give you the credit for the Baylor win, like, for sure. For sure. I mean, they hadn't lost in 23 games, and they went down there to Waco, and they, you know, and they they built a lead, and then they had to absorb wave after wave because Baylor did fight their way back in it. Those those two teams are going to be on the one line. Um, I feel almost certain. I don't know how they won't be. The real the interesting things are like who who the Would hell you rather see them those two teams play in the national semifinal or the national final? Um, final because I want them both to be tested. You know, I'd I'd rather they be tested. You think they both deserve it to be opposite sides? I do. Okay, I do. I, I see what you're saying. I just you I know mean, like I, I just mean, I, I honestly I think about the old the old Maryland Dukes in the early 2000s. I really do. Right, and they met in, they like met the national semi in 2001, semi, yeah. which was you know. I mean, I thought around early, given what they were. But you know what? That that Maryland team they they, they had some they had a bunch of losses just because the league was little, yeah. was pretty rugged then. So I mean, <laughs> they good. they they ended up facing off around earlier than uh, what would have felt appropriate for me. If you go back and look at that that year, those four games were insane. Nuts. Every team that Nuts. lost, Duke won three of the four. Every team that lost had a double digit lead in the game they lost. Mm-hmm. Maryland had three double-digit leads and managed to lose uh, all of them. Duke had a double-digit lead at home, and Maryland won that game. Uh, they, they they would have been cool if they met in the final. They didn't. I, I see what you're saying about Baylor and, and, and Kansas. You know, um, conference teams. Yeah, I mean, you got to try to hide teams from each other uh, to a degree, which is really interesting. And it's it actually, going to come down to your favorite thing. Who, who seeded, seeded this tournament? <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck. Oh, man. I don't I don't know how you figure it out. But we're only, uh, I, don't, I don't know how many days we are away from having a bracket, but it's not far. Uh, I actually have a couple countdown things. One, before we, we, we let the people go here. All right, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight significant sport event, sporting events in the next 60 days. Eight. Eight. You want to hear them? Nothing better want, than counting are, on a what podcast. Are you, what are you most looking forward to? The Masters. You are? No, the end of the 45 days. I mean... Yes, because that means I get to be there. But that follows Final Fours in Atlanta. You've done that before, haven't you? I've been to Atlanta for a Final Four. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. And the kids have Is that it. when you said never again when all your buddies and you guys crashed in one room? 
No, that was uh, that was Minneapolis. Oh, okay, where there was just like we're all adults. We've all got enough money. What are we? What are we doing? And pe- fellas out there and ladies, whoever road trips. And I think I think maybe it's easier for ladies just because you're like my friends are all enormous. Uh, they're just like like they're like six people. Like what the, what are we doing? Everyone like get your own room. People are it's like it was like spring break. And then Maryland had a twenty two point lead and lost, and everybody's just like, "What? This is this sucks." So for the next year in Atlanta, people made proper accommodations and didn't, you know, whatever. Speaking of road trips, yep. Is there any way I can prepare for seven straight days in Las Vegas? Why are you going there? For us? Yeah. To do daily wager is going to be out there. Oh, well, now see that's different. Selection Sunday, I'll be on with you from out there, all the way through. So, someday I'll tell the story of seven of, of when I went to Vegas in advance of covering the tournament in Vegas, oh. and I lost all the money I had the weekend before the tournament because my friends were out there, and they all left and like we have no idea what you're going to do this week, but good luck and God bless. And then I can't. It was the greatest comeback in Vegas history. I came back with all the money I lost, double that. And what'd the, you do with it? I, I mean, I lost it in other ways, I'm sure. No, no, no. Didn't you have it in a... Oh, yeah. Hold on. Before you tell the story, uh-huh. speaking of Vegas, right? the Levitard guys uh, have a little audio for you. I want your thoughts. All right. Does Scott Van Pelt look like your favorite craps dealer in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> That's the great marriage of Stugatz and uh, Tim Kirkjian laughing. Mm. Um, this Vegas story has nothing to do with craps. My stance on craps is well documented. Don't play craps. Don't understand. I just love a hot craps table. As we know, nothing's more fun. I'll just stand near a hot craps table and scream. With or against? Dollar yo. Just Kenny, love to Kenny scream. Main. Just dollar yo. The rules are confusing. Kenny Maine, if you see him at a craps table, he will lock in and play. Oof. I like to play blackjack. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Buckle up. So here's what happened. We're going out on a high note. Yep. A positive Vegas story. So we went out on a Thursday night, because you definitely need to get there Thursday, pregame, people will arrive well-oiled, for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's way too long to be in Vegas. But we were young and younger and aggressive. Lost all the money I had. Um, My friends leave. They're like, hey, dude, you know, you'll know, you be all right. They knew I wasn't going to be all right. I mean, I had another week, and I had to work. <laughs> And so as the week is, this is going before on, before ATM debit cards? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you had to actually go to, yeah. go to, it might have been Nations Bank at the time. Need a marker. It's like pre markers. We had to, we had to go to some supplementary, <laughs> supplementary means of acquiring funds. And I began on that Monday afternoon, one winning session at the table after another. Small winning session. Discipline. Get up and leave. Come back down. Small winning session. Up and leave. Have a meal. Play late night. Don't play too long. Don't drink. Key. Don't alter your state mentally. There you go. By Tuesday, we're starting to chip back into it. By Wednesday, we're getting back to, like, man, we got we got even within sight. By, like, Thursday, now we still got to start working, covering the event. But, like, now we're, like, up, and now I got a question. Now I got a decision to make. Like, we've erased the deficit. Do we stop playing, or are we on such a heater that we keep going? foot on the gas yeah <laughs> by yourself this whole time solo <laughs> let me tell you what this was this like this i'm i'm this is this is a perverse thing to say i'm proud of what we did because the discipline no we it's you 
I'm proud. I mean, I should be. I'm proud of me for having, for, for being able to just t- take the fog of the weekend and the dis- just, oh my God, this is a catastrophe. And wait, th- there's another thing that's happening while this is happening. I'm in the midst of, am I staying at ESPN, or excuse me, at the Golf Channel, or am I going to take an offer from ESPN? Mm-hmm. At the In-N-Out in Las Vegas, I called up my then boss at the Golf Channel. I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to ESPN. Wow. And he's like, well, we got to talk. And he's like, well, we, don't have, there's, we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I thank you, and I'm out. So, at, and and not the one on Paradise. It's the one over there by the highway. You know the yeah, one I'm talking about? Yeah. Sitting out there, smashing a double-double, <laughs> in the midst of the great heater comeback of all time, I tell the Golf Channel I'm taking this offer to go to ESPN. Go back to the Hard Rock at the time, because yeah. that was like... R.I.P. Yeah, it's over. Pour one out for the look. When it was good, that purple tables, bro. When that place was 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 his center bar, it's as good as it got. That was the best. And I mean, it was a different time in life. It was, but it was quite a time. Very different. So, come the end of the week, it's time to go home, and I got like a black. I want to say a nice Kenneth Cole shoulder bag. Whoa, leather. Hmm. What's up, ladies? Yeah, this is all leather. Kenneth Cole, no big deal. Probably had those square-toed lug nut Kenneth Cole boots. Remember those jumps? <laughs> those square toes. And uh, got on a plane, flew to my buddy's apartment in D.C. Uh, walked into his, walked into the apartment, unzipped the bag, dumped out a considerable sum of money on the table, and he's just like, "What the f- is that?" And I'm like, "I'll tell you what it is. It's the greatest comeback in my life." From down what I was down to up what I am now I'm now up, um, never be done. There's a lot about the world that's different now, so no, <laughs> that that story for me will never be repeated. But here's I guess the, I guess the moral of the story is: um, if you go to Vegas and you lose all your money, just keep swinging, <laughs> just keep betting. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes me is more important than we. Well, well done. And on that note. We'll leave that one to grow on. Sometimes me is more important than we. We'll see you next week. The SV Pod is presented by DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports.